and I'm on the chase now. Leave me on my own. I got a chance to break now. Welcome back to Green Grind. I'm your host, Mike. On today's episode, we have a laborer and part-time photographer. I'm gonna go ahead and let him introduce himself. Thanks, Flex, for having me in your podcast, bro. I'm a big fan. I really like watching your podcast. Um, so I am born and raised in Orange County. Um, I'm a part-time photographer slash laborer on different trades. And uh, yeah, pretty much. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate you, bro. So in high school, was there anything, any particular field or, or direction you were trying to go? Mm, in high school, bro, I'm going to be honest. I, I had different... Uh, when you're a kid, bro, you have so much different shit. I wanted to be a baseball player, doing all kinds of fucking different shit. Um, and actually, I wanted to be a baseball player. Now that I'm thinking about it, I wanted to be a baseball player. I played baseball ever since I was a little kid, uh, along with being an altar boy. <laughs> I used to be an altar boy. <laughs> I was a good kid back then. Um I also wanted to help people. There's this big thing where I've always wanted to help people. Yeah, I was an altar boy. I used to be an altar boy back when I was younger. Um, I always wanted to help people. Um, eventually, I just ended up going a different route. But throughout being an altar boy, I was playing baseball. I played baseball ever since I was a little kid. I was really good at it. Not just talking out of my ass. I was no. really, really good at it. And eventually, things happen throughout growing up. Things happen, you know, parents fighting each other and just family drama. Eventually just ended up being like, I don't want to play baseball no more, you know. My mom's like, you got to play baseball. So I, I used to play baseball for a park out in Orange County called Salvador Park. And then my mom eventually was like, I don't want you to play here no more. I want you to go play somewhere else, which was like a fancier baseball field, yeah. better baseball league. So I went to go play over there, and that's where it just went to shit. All fell apart. It all fell apart. I didn't want to help nobody anymore. <laughs> I wasn't. I didn't want to help people at all. I was just like, and then going through like family drama, bro. It was just like damn, what do I want to do now, you know? Like, even as a kid, I've always thought like that. I was always mature for my age, I guess you can say. Um, and then once I went to high school, uh, it was a whole different direction, bro. It was, uh, didn't care about school that much, uh, alcohol, you know, all that played a part in it. Um, then eventually ended up just... Uh, I was always working, too. My mom used to own a house cleaning business. Okay. So I'd go work with her to make money, and then I'd go spend that money on beer, <laughs> you know, during high school. Yeah, cycle. And then eventually, uh, what happened after high school? Yeah, I, just, I, was, I wasn't a good kid during – I wasn't paying attention in, in class academically. So then eventually uh, – at one point, my parents, you know, they were there. It was we lost our house. They had bought a house out in Anaheim. I moved from Santa Ana, California. I was born and raised in Santa Ana. Moved from Santa Ana to Anaheim because me and my bro were kind of like going into like bad, bad shit. My mom was like, "We got to get these kids out." So I was like, 
I don't want to lose my friends. And my mom's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So we got to get out of Anaheim. I mean, we got to get out of Santa Ana, go to Anaheim. So we moved, lost all my friends that I had up back in Santa Ana, and then eventually uh, made new friends in Anaheim. That's where I ended up getting back in old stuff, like... Doing the same thing you were doing Doing before. the same thing, right? But crazy, bro. Like, it's crazy because when, when I was raised in Santa Ana, I don't know what it is, but I say this to, like, every time I tell a story to somebody, like, the maturity, the maturity level in Santa Ana compared to Anaheim, it's like way higher than than usual. Like for example, like <laughs> trip out, bro. When I moved to Anaheim, so the grades are different. Like Anaheim is, I believe it's uh, first grade through sixth grade, mm-hmm. right? So. Santa Ana is, um, I think it's sixth through eighth grade, junior high, junior high, right? So when I went to Anaheim, I was like, oh, cool, I'm going to go to a different junior high. So we go and we sign on my brother (laughs) with my dad. And uh, we go and we're like, oh, we're going to sign him up too, right? Which is me. And then we're signing up. And then the, the counselor or whoever's up in the front office are like, Wait, what grade is he in? And my dad's like, oh, he's in uh, sixth grade. He's like, oh, you can't sign him up here. And my my dad's like, why? And the lady's like, he has to go to that school on that over there across the street. And then I look, and it says, it says the name of the school, which is Palm Lane Elementary. And I look at the counselor, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I have to go back to elementary? <laughs> I was like, no way. Like, bro, it was fuck, it was hilarious. Yeah. I, I, obviously, at the time, I was mad. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're walking, and I'm like, I have to go back to elementary. <laughs> and my dad and brother are laughing, bro. <laughs> so that happened, you know. Things happened throughout. Went, went to Anaheim, made new friends. Uh, and I've always thought, like, Baseball was still, like, in my head at mm. the time, you know. Eventually, I started skating when I moved to Anaheim. I was a skater, and I was becoming real good, bro. I'm talking about, like, jumping off 12 stairs, doing all that, grinding on rails. And, um, well, sometimes still go to church, you know, just yeah. because I grew up with it and wanted to have still, like, some you know, sort of like some kind of connection, peace, faith, you know what I mean? So I would go and uh the I would always still like I wanna help people. Like I've always did as a young kid, bro. Yeah. Like I would go and give communion to my mom would go and give communion to the disabled people. So I would go with her. Also oh, like they wouldn't they wouldn't be able to make it to church or something? Yeah, so like, you know, or tragic shit would happen or tragic stuff would happen to to certain people and they yeah. couldn't go to church anymore but they wanted the communion so we would go to their to their house and we would give them the communion and believe it or not I would get like this this joy out of doing it and it was always like continuous I'll go with my mom I'll be like I'll go I, w- I won't go to church with you but <laughs> I'll go but I'll go help you <laughs> I'll go help you and do that 
So they gave me this big like aspect in life, bro. Like it gave me like a reality check, you know, despite the other bad things that I that I had encountered for me to to get a reality check and be like, yeah. you know what, you got to go through the straight path. During that time, this is where kind of photography comes in. I had a camera. I was probably like 11. I had a camera and had all my friends that would skate and uh, I'll pull up. I was always the dude with the camera. Yeah. Like, Let's go record some stuff, you know? And I wish I would have saved that camera because there's so much good footage in there. <laughs> you know, me like skating and yeah. stuff, friends. And um, I always had it. My brother at the time was, he was always like home sheltered. So he was always inside his house. Would never come out, yeah. antisocial. And he was always on the computer. Because he's, he's really good to this day at computers. And if I want to edit a video, he'll do it within like a minute. And I'm there stuck like two hours like <laughs> trying yeah. to edit. You know, it's hard. So photography, that's when I I got a thing for photography, bro. Like I always had a video camera along with like a camera. And I would just snap random pictures. And then I'll just go to work. Like, you know, go to find a... My first job was at a McDonald's. Okay. Started working at McDonald's. Had a bunch of friends from lower, uh, the school that I went to, the high school, that would work there. So it was good times. Then from there, I was like, I need to move up. Like, I always had, like, I need something better. Yeah. I already stepped my foot in this in this place. Now I got to find something better. So from there, I was like, oh, I'm going to go apply at that Italian place. A lot of people go there. So I went up by there, and they're like, yeah, bro, we'll give you a job. And then I was like, okay, cool. Started working there. And then eventually was like, got to find something better. Yeah. Went to go work at Rainforest Cafe in Disneyland or downtown Disney. Mm-hmm. And started working there. And eventually left that place. My buddy at the time, who I still talk to him to this day, he started working for this company out in his Belinda. And uh, it was like a roofing supply company, you know. They okay. just sold a bunch of roofing material. So went there and started working there. And I my first check was like 800 bucks in two weeks. Yeah. That to me at the time was so much money. Yeah. You know. But it was always like hard labor. Like I've always had like some kind of labor job because of working. My mom had a, a house cleaning business and that's not. That's not easy work. It's not easy work. It's it's no. a lot of work. And um, so I got that job and I was like, I need something better. Yeah. Uh, worked for another company that was similar, but paid me more money. And I was like, well, I'm going to go work for them. And then eventually, uh, I was still not doing photography at the time or just labor work at the time. Uh, but behind my head, I still had this thing where, like, I want to want to help. You know, I want to do something that helps people. And I just continued to continue doing labor work and never found that one place where, like, I can help people. And I never had anybody around me that had, like, trades at the time. Yeah. I was still young. I was still, like, 18 while I was still going through all this shit. Um, 
eventually got that job. Had a motorcycle accident. I was doing good financially. I was like 18, bro. My credit was so good. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to go get myself a Harley. No, no, no. Uh, uh, at the not uh, Now I have a Harley, but at the time I wanted to get a sport bike. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to go get a sport bike. I'm walking in the dealer. I'm barely like 18 years old. I think I was like 19. I'm walking inside the dealer, and I'm like, I want that one. You know? And that guy's like, how old are you? <laughs> Do you even have a license? <laughs> and I was like, no, but I got the money. You know, like, yeah. I want that bike. But I, I didn't pay it cash. I eventually financed it. So I got the sport bike. I felt so cool, bro. I was like, hell yeah. You know, I'm working, doing labor work. And making money and got the sport bike. Started riding that thing. Bro, I had so much fun. I had like, I think I had it for like two years. Because I had a, I think it was a year or two. I'm not really entirely sure. But eventually I had an accident. Set me back. Big time. Yeah. I ended up turning, I think I had it. No, I think I was, yeah, I had it for two years because I was 21 at the time. I was finally legal to drink. So, um, I had an accident, uh, near death experience. So I eventually ended up. Was like, yeah, your accident? Your accident was pretty bad. It was pretty bad, bro. But I was like in a coma for like a month. Like, I couldn't. Like, I just I woke up in the hospital. Like, what the? They say that a few times. I woke up and that I was like, yeah, you're I like, was trying to take things off. Like, yeah. what the hell, you know? Eventually, I woke up. I woke up and uh, I was like, I looked at myself and I was connected to all kinds of like wires, IVs and stuff. Looked around and I was just like, and my mom's screaming because she's like, because I was in a coma for a month, bro. Yeah. You know? So they see me and my mom's like, oh my God, he's awake. You, you know, know and the every, nurses and doctors and stuff. Yeah, everybody's like, oh damn. So I'm just like. So I hear everybody screaming, and I'm just like, the first thing that came to my head was like, I got to go to work. Like, I got stuff to do. Yeah, like, I got to go to work. Like, what happened? You know, and I, I think that's the last thing I said. I was like, what happened? And then I go back out. Yeah. So came back. Uh, doctors and everybody were in shock because I eventually ended up breaking, like, all kinds of bones, bro. Yeah. Like, my ribs. My collarbone, my jaw, fractured my skull, uh, my my femur. Uh, I had a punctured lung, and then so much shit. I had I had so much. Yeah, yeah. Things I remember, that, yeah, that I remember went down. You were pretty. Uh, I was pretty beat. Yeah, pretty banged up. And uh, to this day, like my left side of my face, like it's kind of like, like it, numb. It's dead, bro. Yeah. Like I have no feeling. Like I go like this, and I don't feel it. No, yeah. that's crazy. And then, so they had to put like titanium on my, on my jaw, my collarbone, obviously my femur, I think my ankle too. And then recovered from there. It took me like two years. So this is where photography comes in, bro. And this is where I was like, I don't want to do labor work anymore. You know, I was like, this is it. Like, I don't want to work hard anymore. Well, not even, I don't want to work hard. It's, I can't, because, you know, it kind of came back from a really yeah, bad... Not, yeah, it's not easy to, to suffer from an accident and then go back into doing stuff that you did before. I mean, you can barely walk, let alone, yeah. you know, run around trying to do labor work. So, 
eventually, bro, I was like, I just, I'm not going to be able to stand for a really long time. So I was going online, applying for so many jobs. I wouldn't get anything, bro. And I had debt, like collections, all kinds of things. And uh, I was like, I need to pay these things off. And eventually I had this neighbor, rest in peace to my neighbor, called him Sharky. Um, I had this neighbor. So when I was crippled, um, eventually, you know, the people that would come to your house, like the therapist, mm-hmm. or they would come and eventually it all ended. My previous job didn't want to pay for like continuous. Well, they didn't have to, you know. Yeah. But they just I it, my they med- cut, they cut insurance was done. Yeah. So I had this neighbor, so I was like, you know what? I gotta get back in shape. Like I gotta do this. So I'd go and uh, go. <laughs> I had a walker at the time, bro. So I'd go in my walker and my. My neighbor would always be doing mechanic work. Yeah. That dude was so good with his hands, bro. Um, his buddies would always pull up to the house and Honda Civics. He'll be fixing Honda Civics. And then I'll be seeing him be like, what up, neighbor? You know? Because I wasn't really that 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 close with him at yeah. the time. But I would always go up to him. You know, I had nobody else to talk to during the time because my, my mom was working. Yeah. Bro was at home, but... Uh, I think he was working at the time, not entirely sure, but I was by myself. I finally could wipe my own ass pretty yeah. much. Then you can get out of the house. You I know? can get out get the out house, walk around, you know? So I would always talk to my neighbor. My neighbor's like, yo, there you, that's right. Like, you got your walker again. You know, like, you're doing your thing. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I got to get better, bro. I got to get back to work. So I'd just be chilling with him. And I had this, eventually grew this bond with him. Cause he's like, he he would be like, "Yo, do your exercise, bro." You know, like he he'll, he'll be looking out. He's yeah. such a cool kid, you know. Staying on top of you to make sure yeah, you're yeah, doing like, your stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, and I'll be like, "You good? You good?" And he'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm good." And uh, eventually, um, my brother's ex girlfriend had bought a camera, right? And I paid no attention to it at the time. Um, she bought a camera. And my brother just had it sitting there, right? And and I'm I'm still not good. So I I you know at the time we had a, a, a Chevy a 1965 Chevy Impala, beautiful car. And we wouldn't drive it as much. We just yeah. had it in the driveway. It was my brother's, so we wouldn't drive it as much, and we just had it there. So I picked up the camera one day, you know. And my, my neighbor was so in love with it. He was like, bro, what's up with that Impala, bro? You just have it sitting there, <laughs> you know? So I was like, yeah, bro. Like, So one day we're all hanging out. My buddy's hanging out. Uh, my neighbor's hanging out, Sharky, and then my brother. And I grabbed the camera, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, like, I haven't even messed with the camera at all, bro. Like, I haven't done anything with it. Yeah, you're picking up blind and not I'm, knowing. I'm just grabbing it, doing my thing, and it was on auto, so it obviously does the work for you. Yeah. But I didn't know anything about cameras. So I grabbed it, and I caught this perfect angle, like, of the car. Yeah. And that's what just set it off, because everybody that I'll show that picture to was just like, dude, that is amazing. Like, yeah. that's beautiful. 
and that gave me some kind of inspiration like like holy shit bro like i didn't know nothing and i caught this photo yeah you know and then eventually i started getting little tips from my bro because my brother was like he loved social media so he was on instagram finding little glitches like apps where you throw effects onto videos and doing stuff like that so he kind of taught me how to edit a little bit yeah. my photos so i started inputting that into my photos and started going from there and i was like bro i gotta learn this i gotta learn the trade like i have this fuck like this big these like, like itch you got you gotta just yeah learn like it. it gets me happy to this yeah. day bro because i'm just like damn like and that's the the photo you're talking about. that's the one that's on your instagram right yeah so i was doing that and eventually my neighbor passed away so my neighbor before he passed away he he was the one that gave me like you know, because we were always, like, we would never be the type to, like, filter while we talk about yeah. it. Like, it was always, like, straight up, like, bro, like, that shit, it sucks. Yeah. So, he was the main one, like, he was, like, damn, bro, those photos are dope, you know? And he came out in one of them, and he's, like, he kept telling me, like, bro, keep doing it, keep doing it, bro. And then people, other people around me were just like, uh, you know, like, for example, your family and stuff yeah. like that. They're obviously not going to, like, maybe just because they're your family, but they're not going to be like, oh, damn, you're, you're good. You know, continue doing it. Like, I didn't have a support system besides the neighbor, yeah. you know. And then eventually I was just like, you know what, I'm going for it. Spent, eventually when I got better, got my, got a job. I invested in camera gear, you know, I invested in camera gear and continued to do it. And then more and more people, and you even have a big part in it, bro. <laughs> you have a big part in this, like, you know, from like yeah. working at the shop, started shooting for eventually I had a platform, which was dirt bags, you know, working for, or going to dirt bags, uh, and shooting his bikes, yeah. shooting Mikey Locos' bikes. And that just gave me more and more and more, like, you know, like, let's continue doing it. Yeah. And you, you would also tell me, bro, like, you know, continue doing it, bro. Like, your photos look sick, you know? Yeah, there's, there's, there's one thing to know how to use the camera gear, right? There's one thing to know how to, you know, change all the, the you know, the things that are inside the camera. Mm -hmm. Um, but there, you can't, you can teach that to people, right? They, they can, they can learn, you know, how to focus, yeah. whatever it may be, but to, you can't teach how to get an angle. Yeah. Like you either have the eye for it or you don't. And like, that's what, like, that's what I've always told you. Like you have the eye, like you, you get angles that people don't think about. Like, yeah. you know, it's either, like, most people think of like straight on or this side or this side. Like you hit angles that I didn't even think would even look good. Mm -hmm. And then you see the picture and you're just like. Oh, okay yeah, yeah that's freaking badass like i didn't even think of, i wouldn't even thought about that mm -hmm. you know what i mean so that, that, i think that's the that's the that's the non-teachable part of i think photography that you got you know what i mean like i said yeah. you can you know when you didn't know anything like yeah you can put it on auto and it'll you know if, if you put it on auto and give it to me and i guarantee you i won't have a sick picture like that you yeah. know what i mean like it may be okay <laughs> but it ain't gonna be nothing that's like you yeah. know nothing that's crazy but for you it's like you know you got that little you got that you got that thing yeah you know what i mean so I just I try to I try to be better at my my creativity 
But I also do fight with my inner thoughts. Like, I doubt myself too much. Like, I'll be like, ah, oh, there's better people out there. But then I'll be like, you know, I'll be fighting with my own head, yeah. bro. I'll just be like, like, bro, just keep continue doing your thing, you know? And eventually I try to implement, like, because I, like, I was like, I can make money off this, you know? I obviously don't, I don't do certain, like, weddings. I don't do weddings still to this day. I've done little small stuff, um, but there's great money in it. Yeah. Like, you could do, you could charge a good amount. Yeah. And it blows my mind because it's like photography never knew it could, you could live off photography, yeah. you know? And, uh. I get side gigs. Like, sometimes I go out and do a photo shoot for about an hour. I just charge them, like, 80 bucks, you know? But at first, I wasn't. No. At first, I was not charging. At first, I had to keep continuing. To this day, I still hear it. Like, bro, charge for your photography because you're, you're good. But then there's the other side where I'm like, no, I don't, you know? I think I think it's also a hard transition, too, because initially you're doing stuff for free because you want to get better right mm -hmm. and that's why you're doing the jobs is like oh i need to i need to hone my craft i want to become better yes and it's, that's i think that's the hard part is once you once you do that for so long then it's the points where like you almost feel uncomfortable even asking for money right like it's yeah like, like, even though you know like i should be charging for this but like and eh, yeah. you know you kind of get that weird situation which which it, i mean it's hard but at the same time like it's a craft. It's just like anybody else. Just you know, just like a welder would yeah. you know would work to weld up a, a bracket for somebody. Like you're not just gonna expect them to do it for free. You're gonna expect them to you know you're yeah. paying them not you know you're paying them for that knowledge and how to do it. Yeah, and that's where like um, like where I sometimes like like example yeah like I try to better my craft. Like I'm like I I need to hit a certain level for me to be able to charge a certain amount. And then there's, like, people that will be like, nah, bro, you're good. Like, just charge whatever you're going to charge for your time, you know? And I'm still fight with myself. But this is where, like, the reason why I don't charge uh, a lot is because I, like, I was like, I want to implement how to help somebody. So this is where I, my help, my thing that I wanted to do as a kid, like help people mm -hmm. in some way. There was a time where I want to be an occupational therapist. I was like, I want to be an occupational therapist and help people that can't walk and stuff yeah. like that, you know? Well, especially after going through an accident too, like yeah, so seeing what seeing what people, someone did for you. Cause I, I had like, I've obviously, I mean, some people, they may not know, but I had a motorcycle accident also. And yeah. I, I broke my leg and I had the same, the same sort of thoughts was like, dude, like I want to be able to do that for somebody too. Cause it having them like, they get excited. It's crazy. Cause they get excited for you when you get to do stuff. And it's like, yeah. what the hell? like, you know what I mean? It's cool. Like it, it's a good feeling to have them helping you. Yeah. And then you feel good. It's like, it's just a, it's, it's a crazy feeling. So I know what you mean. I wanted to do that, but it just, uh, my path didn't end up going that direction. So I was just like, well, I mean, you it, know? it may not be going down the path you necessarily wanted, but you could always come back around. You yeah, know I mean? I, yeah. The destination may still be the same. Yeah, but photography, like, you know, when you're younger and you want to find, a like, your passion, like, you're looking for people at a certain age, like, look for a certain, mm -hmm. um, they for an end goal, pretty much, I guess you can say, where they're like, what, what, 
what am I good at? You know, find your, your niche. And photography, and it, I don't know if it's messed up to say, but like a passing of a friend helped me find that passion. You know what I'm saying? No, it's I, like, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, like, it's that's a cool way. I guess, like, not a cool way in a sense of the, like, how he was with you. Like you said, he had yeah. no, you guys had no filter. So it was like, if your picture sucked, he was going to tell you, hey, bro, like, yeah. put the camera down, do it ain't for you. But, you know, he was, you know, obviously he was telling you the things were good. Yeah. So I think that's kind of like you're almost, you know, almost an honor of, of that, of him. Yeah. So I just wanted to like, that was just like, it just sparked everything up for me. Or the little fire you know, inside. It just, it just sparked everything up for me. And I was just like, I found this passion. I get happy when I, you know, when I grab the lens, like when I grab the, the camera, I, there's this like. There's just no feeling I could explain. It's like me riding my Harley, bro. You know, when we ride our bikes, it's like that adrenaline rush. You're just yeah. like, I got to get this moment, bro, you know? And I start getting creative and I get stuck in there. It's just like, you know, and I make money off doing it sometimes, you know? But also, I all want to, like, my thing for photography that what I try to implement, this is why sometimes I do more of, like, of, life, of lifestyle for, like, shoot. Because there are moments you can't get back. Yeah, know? for sure. Like, there, a lot of people don't think much of photography. But now that I do it, I'm like, I respect photographers, bro. Because it's like the amount of work, you know. Like you said, too. That it's, you put. You're, and, you're capturing a moment in time. You know, it's just like, you can't get those moments back, bro. You know, yeah. people. What you got, Alex? And... And exactly like you're saying, though, is like I've seen because I've actually gone with um, with him on shoots, too. And I can kind of see there's a little bit of a fight for wanting to charge or not or how much exactly. Yes. And I, I know with, with some of your more recent work and, you know, maybe you can go ahead and elaborate on it. But again, that's geared towards helping people and wanting to do a, a good thing. Right. Yeah. And you definitely do have that that eye exactly like like he's saying and uh it, it blows my mind like because i kind of started getting into it a little bit but more on the video side yeah and i'm just and i learned so much from you in in the two three hours that i've, I've kind of just helped you know hold the camera and give you equipment and stuff so yeah um yeah man it's it, it is awesome though yeah i think it's crazy i think i think in any in any real like entrepreneurship style like craft like that may it be you know photography anything you're kind of doing by yourself and then that you're trying to learn. Like, I think a lot of people go through that struggle of when to charge, how much to charge, yes. you know, all that stuff too. Like for me, I did, I did personal training for a little while. Um, I worked at a big box gym and then I did some on the side. I, it got, I got to a point to where I realized that the knowledge that I had for it was beyond when like beyond the people that I, that I was talking to, and it's only because I studied it. Like I I loved it, I studied mm -hmm. it, I knew what it was. Mm -hmm. So at that point, I got to a point, I, I got to a space where I was just like, "This is what I'm going to charge," and I'm not if they don't like if they don't want my help, that's I'm sorry, but that's on you. I know what I'm worth. My time, that one hour that I'm going to spend with you, you're going to get you're you're going to get your money's worth. Yes, but it took it took time for me to get to that point of that confidence level that I was like. I knew what I was doing. Like I, you know, like everything was down pat. I, I, I knew my thing. I knew mm -hmm. what it was. And it was just like, I was that confident. I got to finally got to that point where I was that confident where it's, this is what it is. And 
that's how it's going to go down. If you don't want my help, I'll go to the next person. The next person's going to, you know, yes. it's gonna be the same thing. But it's not easy. Like it's a it's a hard transition to go from just helping or just learning to okay, I'm not just going to do this as a hobby. I want to make this my career. Mm-hmm. And now I got to like now I got to make some money. Like, you know, and I, again, you I mean, you're getting paid for your knowledge and your time. Like yeah. You put you put in the work and it's some people may think like, "Oh, I'm, I'm paying you whatever, like $80 for an hour." And it's like, no, you're paying me. Yes, you're paying me $80. Like you had me for an hour, but you're paying me for the the years of knowledge that I've gained, not just that hour. Like all the knowledge that I've gained this whole time. But I think I think that's a a super valid like battle. I think yeah. a lot of people go through it. I still go through it on a daily basis. Like, you know, when I get a client and they're like, How much for this? you know, and I'm just the good person comes out and it's like I look out for you know I, I I speak to them and I get to know them and I'm just like I like you as a person I'll do it for for cheap you know you know I try to help people out in that in that direction because it, photographers it's expensive you can make yeah. money off it and there's photographers that are like pros already you know and then you could have an amateur who is not that good but still is his craft is way better than that pro yeah you know what I mean and that's where i'm fighting in between i'm like bro like this guy's a pro and i could do a way better job than that you know but he already has like his name on like his almost has like a reputation yeah so you got to know people as well you know you got to make your connections but as well you got to have the ambition to just push forward and that's where i'm at now but to be more informational the way i learned the camera was going online I said, what does this do? What does this do? And I had the passion for it. And I was like, yo, I need to get better. So that's when I started learning all these different stuff the camera does from like ISO, aperture, all that yeah, stuff. how to adjust all that. And, and it's all, I, I'm all self-taught. I never had anybody who was like, look, bro, you know, or had somebody who was going to teach me. Now, now that I'm at a certain level, now I take courses online, like to learn different, more uh, I guess you can say more of like lighting, you know, like, yeah, it could be a sunny day and you want a, the picture to come out bright, but just not the, oversaturated. Yeah, or whatever, yeah. Like get the person you're photographing, you want to get them still to come out perfect. That's where I'm at right now. Learning those things like but, more like specific. Like, yeah, things. but you can consider me more like an amateur at, at the, to to this day but uh, I learned everything on myself I didn't have no I didn't go to school or nothing I was just like I have the passion for it and I want to learn it YouTube did went on different uh, websites to learn different things of the camera and just did it myself and yeah. you know when somebody goes hey I have a family party can you like photograph it it'll be like 80 bucks yeah. I'll be there for like an hour or two you know Take some good pictures and, and take out. some good pictures, and you know, people that don't are not really into photography can think like one snap, oh, that's a great picture, you know. But there's more things implemented into photography than people really think. It ain't easy. It's you not. can it, it it there's a lot there's a lot to it if you've ever tried to mm-hmm. do it. I've I've tried a few times, not at a professional level, not like for anybody ever, but just to like you know, being out and just trying to like capture certain moments. And it's, it's, it's not easy. Yeah. Like you, you almost have to be watching the whole time, looking at what's going on, like almost anticipating what's yeah. going to happen. 
so you can take that picture. It's it's, it's crazy. This is why I'm still staying out of uh, weddings because weddings is that perfect. I know if I do a wedding, I can nail it. But I'm probably gonna sit there and be like, I could have done a better job, you know. Well, it's, well, that, and, it's, and it's hard too because like someone like I mean, you, the, you hope to get married once, right? And so yeah. you're trying to capture that for that person. Yeah. And like, yeah, I, I can understand where that might be a little. Oh, well, maybe uh, I need to get married first before, <laughs> <laughs> so I can be like, I need to get this, this, this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Then you'll know everything you need to get, and then you're like, all right, cool, I can do this. Yeah. Now. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think that's what has to happen. Has to happen, bro. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, bro, I just, everything is soft taught. And a lot of people that want to be photographers, like there's a lot coming out now. Like I go on social media and like everybody's a photographer, you know, there's, there's definitely a lot more, especially with YouTube. There's a lot more video, videography and and photography now than there. I think there's been. Yeah. And I respect it because it's like, it's like, at first it was like very, like, there's a point where photography was not really a a big thing yeah. at some point and now it's like the youth now 2021 that's like you can find photographers anywhere you know and it's cool because you know they be capturing pictures that you'll never get you know yeah. you'll never leave moments from people like that's my biggest thing when i do photography when somebody says come to my birthday party or something like i get extra excited when i go because i'm like yo i need to capture the good moments yeah. you know and uh, I recently did a shoot for, I did a photo shoot for uh, Cherry, and uh, she is a, she's fighting cancer. Mm-hmm. She's fighting cancer, and, and I admire her because she has this thing where, like, she's not letting it ruin her life, just you know? Living. And I got to meet her, and I was like, she is dope. Like, I want to be, I want to have that, you know, like that. Cause I be like I said I fight with my inner thoughts yeah. like everybody does you know there's everybody, a point yeah, where sure. people are like thinking like damn what like, what I got it like what I got going for myself you know stuff like that and now I have this thing where I like where I tell myself like stop stop uh like in rated R term or not rated R but like PG thirteen out like stop being a wuss yeah. Like, stop being a wuss and just go, go for it. whatever you're going to do. Yeah. And I've always been like that, but there's times where I fight myself. And she gave me this thing where, like, now where, like, if I'm having a bad day, I'll be like, bro, stop being a wuss, bro, like this, you know? Like, yeah. I think of her, like, she's, she's living life. That, she's yeah. going through all that, bro, and she's living life. She's like, you know, I'm sure she has her 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 times and, and stuff, but she, she, thanks to her, like, I now I... I push forward with what I want to get, you know, yeah. or what I, I want to do. I think too, like the more mature you get, and the, like as far as like the older you get, like you almost like naturally you start taking less risks. Like when you're younger, you people kind of just, fear. you're kind of wild, right? People you just, fear yeah, risk. You don't have that fear when you're younger, you know. Like maybe it was doing the twelve stairs mm-hmm. on your skateboard or whatever like that. <laughs> like you look at them stairs now, and there ain't no way in the world you would do it. I'll still lay low. You go right there, bro. I don't even try it. I'm not even, bro. I want to. I want to walk tomorrow. I ain't trying to mess around. But like, but as a kid, you don't have as much of that. But I think once you hit a certain, I don't know if it's maturity or certain age, you start having those little like, you get that fear where it's like, ah, well, 
I don't necessarily know if I don't know if I want to do that. Like you yeah. start second guessing yourself and you don't you know, it, it's it's crazy. Some people I mean, I don't know if everybody does that. Like I know for me, the older I've gotten, the more it's like the responsible person wants to be there. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, Oh, I, I would love to do that, but I really gotta go to work, like I gotta make <laughs> yeah. money, like I gotta do this. Like, you know, you you, you stop yourself from doing it because yeah. you have all these other like excuses or, you know, things you have to yeah. take care of. It, it I think it is as you get older you get more responsibilities people get older and they have responsibilities so now they can't risk to be doing certain things they used to do when they were younger so but I'm the opposite bro <laughs> I could be 30 I could be like 40 50 and if I feel like I can still do those stairs bro I'm going for it <laughs> you know but now more I'm, power to you bro. yeah <laughs> and that's the mindset I want to keep having to like you know because um Thankfully, you know, I have, I don't live on my own. I still, I'm, I'm my, I'm very family oriented. So me leaving my mom or anything like, like my parents and stuff like, you know, like for me to leave and leave my household, it's, it, to me, it's like, it's a big step. It's a big deal, yeah. You know? So my goal is like buy a house and just bring them with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the kind of way I, I see things, but. I think yeah, as you get older, bro. I think it's just the responsibilities. It's yeah, it's like, funny you have that that family oriented thing. And when mm-hmm. I when I was like nine, nineteen, I mean, my mom pretty much told me if you're if you're not working, you're not going to school, you're not living here. Yeah, I met a lot of people like that. <laughs> it was just like, but but for me, it was probably the best thing she could have done because like I was up. really like I was I was really just a lazy ass that was mm-hmm. not doing anything just you know hanging out with friends and skateboarding yeah. and doing this and doing that literally had nothing going for myself you know so thankfully or not thankfully i don't know i don't know if i should thank her for kicking me out but you know <laughs> in a sense she kicked me out and you know it made me grow up a little you bit and made up. me realize yeah. that okay i need to i need to start Work doing some sure. things yeah i need to start doing some things for myself and get going so i want to i want to touch on some things that I don't know. I don't know if you have anything in your mind as far as what you wanted to do, but I know you mentioned working with photography and helping people. Have you put anything else into like what that could possibly look like? Because I can see something. This is from me outside looking in and and kind of seeing the things that you've been doing recently. Mm-hmm. Like I can I can almost see something as far as like I don't I don't know if it could be like a nonprofit or something like that. Where like that's literally what you're doing is capturing these moments for these people that, that let's just say they're not able to, to afford it or not able to do anything like that. Like, I don't know how all that stuff works or how nonprofits work, but is that like, I don't know, is that something that that might be in the future for you? Well, I never thought ahead. I never thought that ahead or I never had that. I never thought about stuff like that, but I don't know. That's a good question, bro. Like I don't, I've, I'm, I've never, I like to, I'm a planner. I, I plan shit out. I've never, I've never gone that far just yet, because I, I. Once I put something up in my head of an angle, like I just, I just stay there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like my next step is getting a studio, like that is my main thing. Yeah. You know, and then start buying more equipment, and going for it, but. As in that, that just gave me a spark, bro. I'm gonna be honest. It's just yeah, I would just, just like I said, just from knowing what you've been doing lately, and then 
I mean, I didn't know about the like the, the altar boy, mm -hmm. you know, and you and you enjoying helping people like mm -hmm. that. I didn't really know that part of it, but it just like kind of connecting those two dots. It's like, well, is there is there a thing you can do where, like I said, I don't I don't know much about the nonprofit organizations and stuff like that. I don't know if there's a place where for that to fit in. I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe I mean, there is. Maybe there's be. a it could niche, be a new thing. Maybe bro. there's a, a, a thing there that we you know you might be able to work mm -hmm. out where you can work with yeah, I don't know, maybe it's the hospitals, maybe it's certain places where yeah, that's what you're doing. Like you're capturing these moments of these people that are, you know, either yeah. less fortunate or whatever it may be. I don't know. Whatever it may be. Well I I there there is a like there is a thing like where before like I feel like I can make money off doing this. But like you said, like I'm trying to better my craft. And then once I get to a certain level, that's where I'm going in hard. Like where I'm gonna go, I'm gonna lose all the fear and just take all the risk. I'm just, just gonna go, for it. go somewhere. Could be like you said, hospitals, uh, uh, auto shops, anything. Just like here's my business card, photographer, 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 and just throwing my name out there. Well, the cool thing is you're gonna have a a pretty solid resume with the amount of photos that you're taking and all that oh like, I mean, yeah you're gonna have bro. a pretty if you, your portfolio is gonna be a pretty big if we sat here today bro and you're like let's get all your photos and put them all in one book like it yeah well let me i guess i know alex has somewhere i'm gonna we're gonna get to him right now but have you ever thought about doing like an online portfolio where it literally just has mm -hmm. a bunch of photos so i'm thinking of doing a website where people can just go on there and then they could see my work, and then they could just hit a, a button where it'd be like make contact, appointment, contact. contact, email, all that. And I'm still working on that. So yeah, there is there. I'm so you got some stuff. You got some stuff I, in the works. I got stuff planned. Like if anybody's ever looking to do photography, you obviously got to have a portfolio because everybody looks at portfolios. I never thought people were gonna be like, hey, "Can I see examples. your work?" Yeah, you know, let me, let me see, see your examples, work. Yeah. And obviously, people want to see your work. And then from there, people are going to start accessing you. You know, you're going to have to go out there yourself and put your name out there mm. and be like, yo, this is my name. I do photography. So you got to put the effort in going out there and doing the work. So obviously, that's where the website comes in. Be like, come check me out. Yeah. You know? And just real quick um, for the website thing and a couple other little business parts, we'll talk after because I actually have a couple. Um, examples of something you might like to see but you really do need to start charging for that work man like mm -hmm. you, you took these two photos of they were like classic cars mm -hmm. and i i don't think i've ever seen anything like that and, mm -hmm. and no, the two up, recent ones that is yeah yeah there's like this blue one that's just like it, it's mesmerizing how good it is and growing up we always had like car magazines motorcycle magazines mm -hmm. around the house and you know don't get me wrong those are great pictures for for their time i'm seeing something i never seen before you know what I'm saying? So this, you know, some of the stuff that you're doing, and I'm not just trying to like hype you up or nothing yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, but you but do just being have, honest, yeah. you have this eye, like he's already said, it's, it's now about how far do you want to take it? And you're saying you want to get that studio and get that rolling. Mm -hmm. I really believe like that is the next, the next step. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing for it and I know I'm going to have it. It's just, I got to put my own effort into going that full for i haven't i have a regular job you know yeah i do labor work i go work with step pops we do uh concrete we do tile everything you know and i do that to be able to invest that or pay, obviously pay my bills but aside 
uh, invest in more of my craft. Yeah. And just get more equipment, you know, get what you need to get to, you know, and I also work for the school district, uh, the Irvine school district. So I do custodial work and I work there and I make the extra money. And eventually let's say I end up getting a full-time job, you know, like I'm, I back myself up as well, you know? Cause like you said, you get older, you have bills. Like you gotta find. You gotta have that safety net. Almost. You gotta have that safety net, and it's, it, you know, I don't risk it all, bro. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, you, I mean, you, you know, it's it's hard to when you get older. I mean, yeah, you, you know, you start realizing, you know, I mean, I don't know about you, but like in high school, I didn't realize how much credit mattered. Mm-hmm. Like no one ever told me like if you have bad credit, you can make, you know, one hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars a year. But if you have bad credit. Like, eh, sorry, you're not really going to get anything. Like, you know, and you're people, probably hard to buy a car. You're going to yeah. get a high APR. Like, don't ever say anything about that. Like, people growing up, too, like, people coming out straight out of high school, you know, like, not even people, people that are, like, older don't even know stuff about, you know, credit. And, like, credit is a really big, big, like, if you don't have money to back yourself up, a big chunk of money to back yourself yeah. up. You could always use credit, and a lot of people don't know anything about credit. Well, then, then like I said, if you can, you people, can have yeah, you can people. have a lot of money, but horrible credit, and at that point, you're gonna like your your percentages and your APR is gonna be out out of the roof. Then now, if you have like, both, yeah, if you have both, and you're golden, you're golden, right? bro. You it's got crazy. some money, even if you have if you have really good credit and you're and you got a decent amount of yeah. money, you're good. You know what and I mean? Like credit, having credit can take you a really long way. It really can, like getting a loan to get start a business you know stuff like that and it's a lot it's a good thing to learn that's really what i'm like what part of doing this podcast and part of kind of what what me and alex are doing is like in high school i feel like some of these things should be taught mm-hmm. you know you should learn how to manage money yeah like, high school is supposed to prepare you or help prepare you for the world right yeah and then, you know some people go to college some people don't even in college, they don't necessarily. I mean, you could take accounting classes, but that's to like do accounting for a business. It's different yeah. than you know, different than self managed money or something like that. And not talking about credit, like you know, there's just a lot of things I think high school can do to help the average you know student prepare themselves yeah. for what they're going to experience. You know, I think with that, with you know, learning about money, how to manage money, how to do credit, starting businesses because. Let's let's be honest. In this day and age, like it's fairly easy to start a business. It now, is, bro. It's not big time. It may not be easy to do the business that you're trying to start. Yeah, but to get it going, like to start it initially, mm-hmm. do the paperwork and all that. It's it's fairly easy to do it. Yeah, it's just you know it may be a, a grind or you know it may be a headache even, to do whatever it is. There's even banks or investors that will back you up, and you know, and, and there's a lot of things that you can do. That we're not taught. Mm-hmm. And there's also a lot of different paths, which is, you know, photography. I know they have photography classes in high school. Mm-hmm. I, me- I remember I took one. But they didn't really, they really only focused on literally just the craft of it. Like taking black and white photos or taking this or taking that. Yeah, it wasn't, film and all yeah it wasn't necessarily like you could do this as a career type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, So I, when you were in, so sorry to break you up. No, you're good. Like in high school, did they teach you like all that ISO, aperture? And, I, to be completely honest with you, I couldn't even tell you. I don't, don't remember. remember. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I really paid that much, that close attention to it. Now that um, I'm older, I'm like, damn, I wish I had photography. 
I mean, I remember they <laughs> offered it. I don't even remember if like it was only. For, I think I only took it for a little bit of time. Really? Yeah, it wasn't something that I was like. I wasn't really into it at the time. Mm-hmm. I I had done. I was more into like the backside of things, like the like mm-hmm. the editing, like video, or like learn, learning how to. I used to know how to run a soundboard for like a full like play for like a stage mm-hmm. and like lighting. I used to know how to do all that stuff. Um, I was more curious about that, like mm. not necessarily being the guy with the camera, but I mean, I, I, I remember taking it, but I just, I remember them not talking about anything to do with it being a career. It was literally just like, yeah, take a picture of this vase. That, yeah, that's you know crazy. what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. You know what I really had interest in too? Like when I was in, in high school, I had, I obviously went to like a continuation which thank God I went to a continuation because I I graduated. Yeah. Uh, but just the teachers that work at continuation gave me more of like, you know, they would talk to you like you're an adult. It's not like high school where it's just like a bunch of kids come in, you go into your period class, and the teacher does not know who the hell James or yeah, you know who the hell the, you are. Going to continu- continuation now. I don't, I don't say like kids go to continuation, but um, that really helped me because they, believe it or not, they had way better programs, like education almost, wise. They were almost setting you up more for the life skills. Yeah, and not, and, not and I really the... learned more. Like I had this one teacher, right, and uh, the dude's like, "Yo, well, how old are you?" And I'm like, 18. He's like, "Well, you," because I I turned 18 like right when we're about to graduate. Yeah. And he would, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going through financial stuff. Got to help moms pay rent or something. No. He's like, go work at McDonald's. Did you know you could work at McDonald's at this age? Like no. 16, I think I was at the time, or 17, you know? And I was like, no way. And he's like, yeah, go work there, bro. You Right, right. Because the continuation that I went to, it would be you'll go in early in the morning, and then you'll go to lunch. Lunch would be at 11, and you can go. You can leave. Yeah. You can leave campus. It's up to you if you want to come back. Yeah. I always came back. Like, I came back, and they would teach me, like, that teacher, I thank him to this day because he was, he told me a bunch of, like, adult stuff. Yeah. Like, like, go work there. Make your money, you know. You come here to class. Do your thing. And he always had this adult thing with me and me being a mature like i wouldn't even hang out with the kids like no it was always like i always had this thing like i don't i feel like i'm not at level with kids my age because no. i feel like i was way more mature than them and uh eventually uh was working at mcdonald's that was my first job quit that I left that for a <laughs> well, better so the, job that's one thing i wanted to touch on too is that when you when you talked about leaving McDonald's and going to the Italian place. Mm-hmm. Like your thought wasn't just, I want to leave McDonald's and go to this Italian place. It was, I got to step up and that place is busy. Yes. Like, you know, was, that place is busier. Like I know they got more money. I'm going to go there. Yeah. And then, and then he went from there. And then I think you said, was it the Rainforest Cafe after Rainforest that? Rainforest Cafe. And you're going to downtown Disney, which is obviously going to have mm-hmm. way more people there too. So you're like, you're, every step you were methodical. It wasn't just, to leave to go mm-hmm. for whatever like you it was for more money or, or the, the aspiration to make more money and you actually thought about how that was going to happen yeah and i noticed that there's a lot of people that came out like people that i graduated with or like just in general like in high school i see it a lot like i work as a custodian at a at school right and the kids their maturity level ain't there so long story short it's like 
they never have this thrive like to like they get a job and nobody ever thinks like like i had a like a job interview recently right and uh i don't want to say the company but i went to this job interview because obviously covid messed a lot of things up and schools were closed so i couldn't work were there and then labor work uh kind of slowed down yeah and uh went to this job interview and was like i'm gonna apply there because i don't think covid kind of hit that spot that much like financial wise because people need these things like waters you know like juices sodas like so i applied there and i'm like damn these guys for sure have year-round work yeah applied there uh and i met the employees you know like i never knew i never ran into a spot like that it would interview you so you would go into the interview and then they do the interview and they'll be like hey can you can you stay for an hour and meet the guys out in the back like who's working yeah. right she's like so you could take a tour on how things yeah. work around here right i, I mean I, I get it but i don't think i've ever yeah i, n- I never experienced but i was like that's pretty cool because they're gonna show you the whole and i've always had that thing like Show me what I'm gonna do. Yeah. You know? Show <laughs> like, me that. Let me see what. I, let me see back there first before I say yes. <laughs> yeah. Show me what I'm gonna get into, yeah. bro. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, can you stay for like about an hour and check it out?" So we, I went to the back, and there was these young, these young cats, uh, all dudes, and they're driving the forklifts, right? And they were telling me like, "Where you used to work at before?" You know, they started kind of interrogating me. Yeah. Like. like what you used to do trying to get to know me and i was just like oh i do this i do this and i brought up i would i was being honest you know because i never faked the funk with people around me bro i was just like i'm honest and i told them of what i want to do so i put goals i was saying goals while they're interrogating me telling me like what i used to do before and i'm like oh honestly well i'm trying to work trying to make money because i got stuff to pay and uh I'm also trying to get my class A, you know, telling them stuff, like putting goals up there, you know, telling them I'm a photographer, blah, blah, blah. What what I'm trying to get at is these kids had no, like, they had no ambition, bro. Like, they were just, like, dead on stuck there, you know? And and a lot of people are like that during certain jobs, bro, where they're just, like, they have no angle, bro. No drive, no nothing. No, they were just, like, oh, well. They started telling me towards the end, like, hey, bro, like, we want somebody who's going to work, you know, and not just come work here for, like, a few months and then leave. And started telling me stuff like yeah. that. And I'm trying to, like, oh, nah, bro, well, I'm here for good. You know, like, because I figured that eventually whatever I said, they're going to go tell the guy. And I guess they were going to be the main the main source if I get hired. Yeah. So I was, like. Yeah, bro. Well, I'm here. I'll, I'll be probably here for two, three years. You know, yeah. like, just trying to tell him, like, "Hey, bro." Uh, like, cause I'm honestly just trying to work. Yeah. But what really, like, what really shocked me was like these guys are like stuck. Like, they have no ambition to do anything. Well, you know, they're they're happy. They are not. I want to say they're more they're, so complacent. Like they're complacent. They're there. They show up. They have a job. They're comfortable. But I, I think what plays a part is that risk that you're talking about. Yeah. Because they did say like I have. You know, we have. We all have kids. You know. And I was just like, oh, okay, cool. So like these guys are just working because 
but I mean, if I know if I had a kid, I would probably push harder than I'm pushing now. It, it you know there is I mean? a there is a point to where yes, when you have a kid, I mean, it, it's it's scary. I mean, I just had my second kid, and it's like, I mean, you have to. I mean, you have to take care of your kids. Like, you have to feed them, buy them diapers, take care yeah, of them. Like, everything. Literally, it's, it's it's on you, right? So yeah. it, you know that's the next like you know level up for maturity right like and now you have you know i have two humans i have to take care of <laughs> yeah. and make sure they're good it's not like but at the same time knowing that it is also and for me it's also made me realize that i need to take the risks mm-hmm. because yes you can be comfortable and you can make money but at the same time like you can make money and you can work your ass off and work 50 60 hour work weeks and not see your kids our family mm-hmm. or you can take some calculated risks learn some things build some things up and then be able to draw that back and maybe have you know a 40 maybe a 30 20 hour mm-hmm. work week and you get to spend more time with your kids and your yeah. family and do the things that you enjoy so i think there is a sense of like yeah it's hard like it, it i don't know maybe it's just two different types of people but that almost made me have more um more strength to take a little bit of risk because it's like if I do this I can set my family up for this yes you know what I mean what you got and you know it's funny because you're talking about how like they're just complacent and stuff and you talked to me about two three years ago you're talking to those same people man I had no ambition to do anything else besides clock in and clock out I started at a good company I'm still there I get paid well why would I ever really want to do any kind of side mm-hmm. hustle or anything you know, barring COVID, you know, people, some people lost their jobs. Now they're just realizing, oh man, maybe I should have had a side hustle. But yeah, bro, it, it's crazy. crazy when you just when you just don't have that ambition. Nothing's pushing you to move forward. And I was almost married at one point, so that even pushed me to take less risk and all that kind of stuff. And now it's like I'm I'm at this precipice where I'm ready to jump and t- keep taking risks and keep doing new things. You know, mm-hmm. part of why I'm on the podcast. And now it's just like, what's the next? step what's the next move mm-hmm. and now i'm kind of in that mindset more so than clock in clock out yeah yeah i feel you because a lot of people have that like like i don't want to have a nine to five you know and, and people people that you know sometimes they just get stuck in their world like i think it's i think it's easy i mean i was you know from 21 till i was 30 I was at the same company and I moved around a little bit within that company. I did a a lot of different jobs, but literally I turned 21 when I worked there. And that's when that was right around the time my mom kicked me out the house and I had, I had Mm -hmm. to do, I had to find something. So I ended up moving down to Long Beach with, with my dad. I needed a job, right? I just, I needed a job, needed a job, needed a job. That was, I need to make money. I ended up sending them my resume like four times to this company. I finally got, I finally got hired. I don't even realize, I didn't even realize I sent it to him four times, but apparently I, <laughs> apparently I did and I bugged him enough. But they got me on there. It was warehouse work, working, driving a forklift at night, same sort of, same sort of thing. And literally I was just there to make money. All, all I cared about. Like I had no other, like there was no other, I want to, I want to do this. I want to do that. Literally I was like, okay, I just need to, I need to get some cash in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Well, then it's crazy. Cause I could blink my eyes and like nine years later, I was still at that same company. I mean, I, I, I went from nighttime forklift to daytime to in the office to this to that to that and I, you know I, I worked my way up and i made it i made a this is a sad thing i made a little bit more money 
Like, it wasn't substantial for being there for nine years. You know what I mean? Like, it it wasn't what it should have been. But finally, I got, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky that I had a, a boss that I did that kind of called me out and was like, you're kind of one foot in, one foot out. Like, what do you, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. But in my head, I'm like, well, so you guys are the same way with me. Like, you guys aren't paying me. Like, I'm worth, I'm worth more money and you guys aren't even giving me that. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of like, well, we're not doing that because you don't know what you want. I'm like, I've been here for nine years. I'm not showing you that I want to be here. And then it all clicked. Like, no one cares anything about, like, they're not going to pay me just because I've been there for nine years. They mm-hmm. want me to be like the slave to that, to that company. But at the same time, it's like, you could have helped me. You could have made you could have given me money. But the whole, if you're loyal to a company, they'll take care of you. It's yeah. out the window. That doesn't happen nowadays. Or, and vice versa. If a company, companies aren't loyal to people anymore. It's just, it, it's just not there. Like it, this, the facts are nowadays, which is it kind of, it's kind of shitty unless you're in like a really good company is you have to work for one company for a couple of years, leave that company, go to a different company and they'll give you, they'll give you more of a raise because you worked here mm-hmm. and then you almost have to jump around like that. And it's like, you know, with trades, which I learned more so later on in life after I worked with that company, with trades, it's not like that. It's, it's you basically, you get in, you work your way up, mm-hmm. you know, and like you, you earn money. You know, the more, the more, basically the more time you have there, the more you're able to make, you know, an hourly wage. But I, I, I it's just crazy thinking about that because like it, it's super easy to get stuck. Because I don't, I literally don't realize that that was nine years of my life. Like it was crazy. And I was stuck there until my boss kind of called me out. And then that's when I ended up leaving and actually opened the shop. Yeah. So you were just stuck on the waking up, doing work, waking up, doing work. Yep. And it's, it's true. It's easy to just stay there. And I believe you. And it, some people that don't realize either, like when, when I was a young kid, I hated to go to work with my dad. Like he'll be doing like, uh, you know, simple shit like uh, they'll be doing floors and stuff. You know, like construction. Yeah. Uh, home remodeling, and I was a young kid, and I'd be like, man, I don't want to do this. But I wish, I wish I would have known. Like, bro, if I learned this, and I turned eighteen, I could learn the whole trade and and go get my license and. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like there's a lot of things that when you're young, you don't really realize. And, well, and no one really tells you. And nobody really tells you. Like my dad will, he will tell me, but well, I mean, he's your, my it's, dad. It's, it's dad. my yeah, dad, exactly. right? Exactly. So, you know, so if we were spreading a message here today, it would be like, bro, if you're doing whatever you're doing and your family's bringing you into certain, it could be from fabricating shoes to like whatever, you know, there's money in that. And oh yeah, for you sure. Can just push, 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 and then you could, like my mom's house cleaning business, right? She owned a house cleaning business. She started that from her, from one house, and she started doing more, more, more. It's just like references. Yeah. People are like, she's really good. Like, get all her. like word of mouth. Right. And then my mom's like, yo, I want to get more houses. So then I was like, mom, make business cards. Then my mom's like, okay, yeah, let's make business cards, right? Because my mom obviously doesn't speak uh, great English, but she understood a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then she had me where I would go translate. So I always translated her with every new client. 
And I'll be like, what do you want exactly? And then I'll, I'll start getting technical with it where I'm like, okay, you have three rooms upstairs. You have two rooms downstairs. <laughs> How many stories is it? And then they'll be like, oh, damn, all right. And then, oh, you want the fridge cleaned? <laughs> like, it's just adding stuff up, yeah. right? And my mom will be like, oh, damn. It'll be like a lot of money. So there's there's trade in any like in everything you can do, bro. You know? yeah, I think that I think that that's anything labor. This is why I always stuck with labor. I always grew up doing labor, and I continue continue to do labor because it's always it teaches you stuff, and you it's like a like you said like a trade. Yeah, you know what I mean? and any anything that you can get it like it's a trade or like something like that. Yeah, I think there's there's definitely money to be made. I mean, there's I mean, I my first job was digging pools, like. I mean, bro, I've been watching videos on YouTube of dudes that clean pools. Dude, that shit blows my mind. <laughs> it blows my mind how they do it, where they put the whole, whatever that salt thing is. Yeah. What do they call it? I don't, I don't even know, bro. I just, I just <laughs> dug them. We dug pools, and then we didn't even lay no, no Oh, no, just, you we just, just dug them? We literally just dug a hole, and then we bounced. Oh, then another damn. company would come in, and they would do everything else. That's satisfying, bro, watching that stuff. It's, it's crazy. It's like, and, and I mean, I enjoyed doing it back then, but I never would have... I again, like you, like I probably could have started my own pool digging business, mm-hmm. right? And I probably could have made pretty good money. The guy that I worked for had a, a big house. I mean, obviously he had his company, yeah, um, bunch of trucks, bulldozers. Like he had, all, he had the whole thing. So it's obviously he was doing good enough. But I don't know. Just you don't think about that as a kid because you're not told that's a respectable thing, right? Mm-hmm. You're told a respectable thing is to go to college and get a degree. That's that's how you. That's you know. That's how you're gonna make your ways. You gotta yeah. go to college and get a degree. They don't, you know, no one really speaks on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can freaking, you can go outside and mow lawns. Like you can mow lawns and make a good amount of money. Yeah. Like I watched speaking to YouTube. I watched this guy. He was literally made. That was like six hundred dollars in a day from mowing like like four lawns. Like he's, he worked like four hours and made like six hundred bucks. Yeah. And I'm like holy shit i didn't even know you could do that <laughs> yeah. like i mean i don't like mowing the lawn but for 600 dollars in a day like i mean you yeah. know what i mean i remember bro i'll be going coming out of school and i'll be seeing these guys working hard like cutting the lawn and i'll be like damn i never want to do that you know yeah but i'm and now, now that i'm older i'm like damn bro i'll do that right now yeah know? like this kid there's, man this kid like i was watching money. he had his, he had his thing set up he was like i don't like houses next to each other he's like i want like a like a little bit of like maybe like a minute drive so I can get in the truck and turn the air conditioning mm-hmm. on so that I get to cool down in the summer. And then by the time I get over there, like I'm ready to get back out and start working again. I'm yeah. like, this kid's got it on point. <laughs> like, he knows what he's doing. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And, and you know what? I might be in the wrong field because $600 for four hours sounds pretty yeah, good. Yeah. It would just, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I mean, he's out there sweating. I mean, it may have been, I, I, I may be exaggerating a little bit, but it was, it was, I, it, I seriously it was he only worked like four hours and it was it was more than a hundred dollars an hour i remember I did, that it was like yeah. five to six hundred dollars that he made yeah. i did a photo shoot once and i tried i tried like 200 bucks for an hour yeah you know was, and you're not you're, you're not mowing a lawn yeah all i did was <laughs> and then you know there's tricks to like photo editing you know like yeah you spend a whole day finding the filter for your you know you because i create my my filters i don't yeah. i don't uh go on an app like the generic stuff yeah no i do everything through lightroom i do my own thing save it get the same picture i'm like oh it looks similar to the other one just throw it on there yeah you know 
There's, so it makes it a little easier when you're it editing. It makes it easier, bro, you know, but I spend a whole day doing it, you know, yeah. <laughs> like trying to get it right. But see, and that's also that people don't understand, like, you're not just paying, you're not, they're not just charging you, or you're not just charging them $200 for that one hour. It's, mm-hmm. you're charging them $200 to go out there for an hour, but then to spend a lot of time editing and going through the photos, yeah, getting, bro. getting rid of the ones that are just not good, they just didn't come out right or whatever it may be. And cleaning the ones up, doing all that stuff, kind of adding your own touches to it. It's a long time. Like it's, it's not, it's not a quick, easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's you spend a lot of a lot of hours, you know, editing and making sure everything looks like, good for the to customer. To me, to me, it's like I like doing it. So like to me, it seems like like it goes quick. Yeah, like, like four know? hours of sitting there looking at pictures is like a blink of an eye. Yeah, for me, like it's just like oh. Sh- it's the next day, but I'm still there, like, yeah. you know, drinking coffee. They're still doing the editing, but I like doing it, you know. Videography, I'm getting into videography, and it's it's way more intense. Like, yeah, I've done some. Like, I'm like, I'm going to try to use my perfect eye that I have for the camera for, like, photography and try to implement it in, in the vid- videography. And it kind of comes out, but it's just, like, I have this thing where I grab the camera and I try to record a video and I'm just like this. <laughs> I get nervous when I do videos, bro. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy that you get nervous doing videos, but you don't get nervous doing nah, photos. Nah, like, to photos, is just like, oh, cool, you know? Like, yeah. I take the shot. But videography, I'm like, oh, damn. You know when we did that Mayan video? Yeah. And I'm just like, for Richard, and I was just like... I was like, damn, I even made him come back like three times. I felt bad. Yeah. I was like, you know, and the other dude's like clowning around. He's like, bro, we're going to have to charge you for this, yeah. you know? And I was just like, oh, damn. <laughs> I was so nervous, bro. I was like, can, can you go back out one yeah. more time and do it one more time? He's like, yeah, cool, cool yeah, guy, man. Remember, and then man. that was cool, you know? And then when you emailed me too, like, like you emailed, oh, you told me like, yo, we're going to, you're gonna enter like let's enter you into this this uh what was it like a uh the calendar that we oh uh, yeah, yeah 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 where you're like hey bro let's enter your photo like send yeah me for photos. the um that was the uh international, the motorcycle, international, show? international motorcycle show yeah and yeah, i we, was like hell yeah so i just sent it to you never thought anything of it you know i was like well hopefully we get picked yeah and then you're like bro you got picked yeah. you know and i was like holy damn that's what that was the biggest thing. Like I was like, holy cow! Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, and I always want to get a calendar. Never got a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I don't even think I got one. I don't think I even got one of those. I was like, that's funny. Yeah. I totally I totally forgot about that. Yeah, we, we 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 submitted like two of them, right? With like two pictures. Yeah, and then Mikey Logo eventually got a whole bundle of them. Yeah. And he, I was like, let me get one when you get a chance. Never got one, yeah, bro. I don't think I ever got one. Either. But it, it was a big thing. I took a photo of it, and he still has a calendar. Up. Yeah, he still has it up in the shop. It's like that That to me was like, that was like, holy cow, bro. That was a big thing for me. Like, holy cow, they they really liked the photo. No. You know? Like I said, bro, like you have, I mean, your eye for it is, like I said, you can teach someone how to use the camera. But you can't teach someone the eye for what they're taking a picture of. Yeah, it's it's not. I mean, you can you can be good, right? Like you can be a good photographer, but some of the shit that you're doing is not just good. Like it's beyond good. Mm-hmm. But if you were to give someone advice that may be seeking 
what you're what you're doing. Maybe they want to be a photographer. What's some advice that you've or something that you've learned up until now that you you know you might want to tell so, somebody? Yeah, so like if anybody wants to be a photographer, like you don't like believe it or not, like there's some pictures where I've used my iPhone. Like it it all started too with my iPhone. The iPhone and then it's all on the internet. You don't need to go and pay hundreds of dollars to go to a course, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, unless you're trying to, I'm going to be honest, unless you're trying to build connections, but yet again, you got to go to the right school for you to build connections and go beyond. But if you want to learn photography, you just got to go online and learn everything on the camera, depending on the camera. Google it. Google yeah. is a powerful thing, bro. Like, it's powerful. You can get so much information. The knowledge is right yeah, The information is at your fingertips. It's right there. You just got to look up what for what what camera you can start off with. You know what I'm saying? And go from there. Like, you buy your first camera, right? Then learn your camera. Learn what the camera does. Yeah. You know? And then it just goes from there. Like, everything is online, bro. And they just got to put it to and, use, right? Like, you you know, don't Yeah, get... put it to use. And, and photography, even, I even tell him because he's gone to photo shoot with me. And I try to teach him, but, like, I suck at teaching. So I just try to be like. Just watch what I do. Watch <laughs> the lighting. Yeah, like, you look, it's too dark. You know, I try to, I try to teach him, you know. But he picks up quick. And I was like, uh, for example, uh photography bro like uh i learned the way i learned so it was like bomb like i had camera was there i just grabbed it picked it up everybody's vision is different this yeah. is what i tell it when it comes to photography yes you got to know the the way things like things function on the camera but that's apart from the eye you have yeah everybody the way i tell them photography is everybody has their eye like i tell him when you take a shot bro See it the way you want to see it yeah. and take the shot. And then that's when then things that you learn throughout the time, then like got to make sure everything's centered through the frame. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because people like, for example, <laughs> be taking a picture of a water bottle and they'll be like all the way back there. <laughs> and it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you just, it's an art, bro. It's art. Photography is art. Yeah. And you, whatever you capture, bro, believe it or not, people are like, oh, this photo sucks. But it's, that's the way you see the yeah. you see it from the frame, like it's it. Like I said, it's, it's it's art. It's art, and a lot of people. That's that's why I like photography, bro. Because people express their their things through photography as well as like from music and everything, mm -hmm. you know. But if anybody's looking to do photography, buy your camera, Google all the things your camera does, and learn off it. No, you know, and just go from there, and then. Eventually, like, just start charging. This is what, 20 bucks, 30 bucks. Yeah. I Even still, if it's something small, at least get some money. I still, I'm still fighting with that, like, charging people because I have a good heart and I'm just like, you know what? I like you, you know? You know, I'm what? not saying, you know, I have bad clients. I, I've had bad clients where I'm just like, I'm charging you 100 bucks. <laughs> 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 I, I hope you're ready for this one. Yeah. <laughs> but now, nah, eventually, I, I, Go home, edit the photo, and I'm just like, ah, I'm going to look out for him. So I start doing a, start editing them the best I can. But it's just, it's art, bro. Yeah. It's art. And if, also, if I could, like, put a message out there, 
would be like, don't doubt yourself, right? Like with anything you want to do. Like I, I wish I can look in my, and like if I probably, I'll probably look at this later like and tell myself like, go out there, bro, and risk, risk it. Go out there and do whatever the f- you want to do because life is short, bro. You got to admire everything, everything around you from people you meet. And people get stuck in this lifestyle where they just don't, like, meet somebody and it's like, hey, hey, later. Yeah, like in a you know? bubble. You, you get stuck in a bubble. Yeah, like, people are just so stuck in a lifestyle cycle that they just forget to cherish everything around them. From even drinking the water, drinking the soda, bro. Like, like I know things, people go through so much tragic stuff or like life things events tragedy and just do whatever the you want to do just go for it and eventually people will find their passion towards the end people will i agree you know? i agree and i think that's a fucking great spot to stop this one yeah thanks for coming on again brother we'll see you on the next one